Hey everyone, welcome to episode 77 of This Week in Marketing. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of October 4, 2021. So first of all, we're going to start off with Microsoft. Okay, so what did they announce? Well, if you've been following our show and you kind of know how I've always talked about all these platforms are following each other this day and age. And, you know, I remain correct. And Microsoft announced that, you know, starting June 30, 2022, they are retiring expanded text ads and they will be replacing that with responsive search ads. Okay. And why I say I'm correct is because, you know, a couple of or three weeks, about a month ago, I guess, we announced in our show, we covered the announcement of Google's uh, Google ads that they have retired expanded text ads as well, or they're retiring expanded text ads as of uh, 2022, in, I think June 2022. So Microsoft just followed that, you know, announcement. Okay, with that, the other thing Microsoft announced this week is that they are automatically going to generate remarketing lists for advertisers. The three types of auto-generated remarketing lists are, uh, one is all visitors list, which will include all users who visited the advertiser's website in the last 30 days. Um, A list called all converters list, which is a list of users who converted within the past 180 days. And number three is a smart Remarketing list, a list of users likely to convert powered by Microsoft's advertising's audience intelligence and designed to deliver a high conversion rate. Right. If you ask me, I will say that's a great move because oftentimes small businesses, uh, they forget to create remarketing lists. And if Microsoft is doing it for them, then you know what? They can always go back and restart and do display campaigns. Um, that's all for there is to for this update, uh, let's move on to the next update, which is Pinterest. Uh, so Pinterest has three major updates this week. Number one is they are basically adding a new slideshow for collections promotion option. Basically, it's an ad option, right, which is allowing uh, a slideshow for collections, uh, basically an ad unit to appear in stream with relevant searches. And then, you know, if a searcher sees or a pinner sees something that they're interested in, they can tap into it, uh, tap on that ad unit, and then they go focused more into it. So that's all. I mean, Again, it's pretty much a standard uh, ad play right over here. Next up, uh, hold on just a second. Uh, Okay. So next up, Pinterest is also adding a new merchant details to brand profiles, which will enable businesses to showcase their values in the app. Uh, This just provides another way to facilitate stronger brand connections, especially among uh, socially conscious younger shoppers who are increasingly looking to buy from brands that align with their value. Right. Uh, Pinterest is also expanding their verified merchants program, which highlights businesses that meet Pinterest's customer service and brand connection guidelines with a verified check mark in the app. Again, I think this is good. Uh, in This is different from what Facebook verification is all about, but I like what Pinterest is doing here. And also FYI, I own Pinterest stock, so I am a little biased towards Pinterest and I don't own Facebook stocks directly. Um, but even if I do have uh, stakes in Facebook through, you know, funds and ETFs and index funds that I own or hold positions in, I'm not a big fan of Facebook just because it's just a rotten company to the core. Anyway, 
coming back so that's what the verified merchants program is all about and then finally pinterest is also testing a new sponsored content option for idea pins which is basically pinterest take on stories format uh, sponsored idea pins are displayed with a profile image of the creator along with a paid partnership to tag to disclose the brand relationship this is basically again helping uh, creators make money through their own uh, through their you know paid sponsorships and things like that again nothing new over there but i just like how these platforms are really enabling creators to be able to go make money on their own and which allows them to uh, make a living okay uh, with that let's move on to the next update and this is coming from snapchat snapchat rolled out this thing uh we this we call run for office mini this is just their way of encouraging uh, younger generations to get involved in democracy as well as you know you know uh, check out some of the options it's giving it's not really marketing update per se but i do have to say i am covering it here just because i figured you know this is some such a cool thing that snapchat is doing aside from you know if you compare snapchat versus instagram instagram is all about you know how their report came out this week where you know how they have been very bad for the teens and they've created contributed to all these social problems where snapchat is actually engaged uh, participating more into civic engagements and prompting users the younger generation to actually become politicians and directly influence political shifts so overall great move from snapchat uh, please do check it out because i think you know it also provides information on how to fill out the forms where to fill out the forms and all sorts of things for local election offices so at a mi- local op- micro level and then you can go off to national level but anyway uh, that's all f- for this update and the next update is snapchats now announces a new uh, creator monetization tools as it seeks to maximize in-app engagement remember uh, this is a spotlight challenge again spotlight challenge they came up with this challenge last year where they were giving out about a million dollars per day and then obviously snapchat realized oh my god gosh this is so successful people are using our using our platform and you know we are paying so much then then you know that program took a hit and then obviously you know and i've covered this in our show as well where we have i've shared that you know like sometimes these programs while it sounds great at a meta level at a high level but when you dig deeper you realize that you know people like you and i do we we never get to win because we are not that you know that big influencer we are not this big you know kahuna where we can create all sorts of things and years of experience we get uh we we don't get the encouragement to do it discouraged we get discouraged and as a result only the top earners are doing it with this new program what they're saying is they you know guys like you and i have a chance that's what it is all about but i'm not going to go too deep into it it's just that you know from snapchat from a platform perspective it's making some moves which i think is going to pay dividends down the road in terms of you know user engagement more users things like that so if snapchat is a platform you're considering then definitely you should uh, look into this pro- uh, platform as well as you know look what snapchat is going to do with this uh, you know creator mo- uh, challenge okay with that, the next update for this week is from MailChimp. MailChimp is something we generally do not cover in our podcast. However, this is such an update that I think, you know, we I must cover it, right? Why is that? Because this podcast is all about helping the small SMBs, small, medium-sized businesses um, 
be informed and be able to grow uh, with the least amount of resource, right? That's why I do this podcast. So MailChimp, basically the email marketing platform has announced new functionality to help optimize email campaigns. They're calling this, launching this thing called Content Optimizer that will recommend specific improvements to email campaigns based on AI-driven comparison of the content with best content practices gleaned from MailChimp's billions of marketing data sets. Right. So what will Content Optimizer do? It will make recommendations relating to readability, typography, call to action placements and compliance with brand standards. I don't know about you. I'm sold. And by the way, we use MailChimp for our email email programs. And I'm so glad we are using MailChimp. Maybe other platforms have it. I haven't heard about it, but I don't think no one, anyone has, uh, has done this solution. Now, you could say and argue that, you know, Sajid, uh, you know, it's artificial intelligence. It's 100% not there. But, you know, small businesses like ours, you know, even if we get a 10% increase, that's a great increase for us right so i will take it any day over zero 10 is better than zero is all i will tell you right so definitely check it out and if you're on mailchimp you should be excited next up twitter professionals are now available to more businesses initially it was rolled out to a small test group uh twitter professional uh, profile is a free upgrade to standard profiles which is available as an option to those with professional accounts and you can use a professional profile to display information you are not able to showcase on a standard profile such as you you'll be able to show your business location hour of operation method of contact Uh, you can actually have uh, enhanced features right now the only two enhanced features are there are like you know signing up for newsletter as well as shop modules twitter is saying they're going to work on other uh features that are going to roll out in the coming days or in the near future okay uh so in terms of what you need to have a professional profile uh, or is you need to have a physical location where you do business with clients or customers, be based in the US and use Twitter in English. And if you think you have these two, loca- these two criteria nailed down, then you need to fill out a brief form uh, and to confirm your eligibility and then Twitter is going to take you away from, take you step by step from there. By the way, before you can apply for a professional profile, you need to convert your standard account into professional account and then you have to ask for all sorts of stuff. So and converting from, uh, let me see, uh, uh, yeah, the standard account can be converted into professional account from the settings screen by selecting switch to professional. That's the first step. And then you need to fill out the form and then Twitter is going to do the verification and then you're going to be approved. You can go for it. Okay. With that, next, next up. Clubhouse. We covered Clubhouse last week, which is episode 76. And we said, you know, there is this new feature from Clubhouse called Clips. And it was a better format. It wasn't available to all users. And then come this Monday, Clubhouse said, hey, you know what? We have rolled it out to everyone on iOS. Yeah. Right. It's coming soon on Android. So if you're not sure what Clips are, definitely check out episode 76, which was last week's episode. Uh, You'll be glad you did. And with that, let's move on to the next up which is Instagram. Instagram came out. Well, Adam Moserich, CEO of Instagram, came out and they says, hey, guess what? We are, combi- we are combining IGTV uh, and feeds into this one thing called videos. Now, 
Last year, if I remember correctly, when Reels was announced, I was telling like, you know, Instagram has gone crazy. They have so many things. People are going to be con- uh, cra- confused. They have the feeds. They have the Reels. They have the videos. They have IGTV. And, you know, what it's and then they have e-commerce functionality and Instagram became this hodgepodge. And I'm finally glad that, you know, Mossery came out and he shared that, oh, yeah, you know, it's too much and we're going to combine it all together. And we're going to basically give it one thing called videos. That's great. Right. It allows because I, I do long videos and every time I want to do long videos on IGTV I think about it man no one's going to go to my IGTV tab it's not going to be in my feed now it's combining it's going to be looking good that's one number two Mosseri came up and says oh well we are doing we announced we are going to move away from uh, we are no longer an you know photo sharing app because you know our users has told like you know they love uh, videos very much well I disagree Mr. Mosseri and I've told you why well, number one is because you pushed us. Like, for example, us, we realized when we saw the data that, you know, how much, what, you know, how much reach we get when we do published reels versus just standard posts. We were like, you know what, Instagram's pushing reels, let's move with it. Now, again, they might be reporting views on reach on reels in a very different way than what we do for standard posts. But again, we go by the number you show us and you're showing us reels are getting higher reach we are doing reels mostly especially if you go to uh, mkt and grow on instagram mkt a n d g r o w on instagram you will see we've been doing mostly reels it's because of that so i disagree with mosseri because you know you kind of have given us more push on reels and videos so we basically started creating more now tomorrow if you come and say hey posts are going to do more better guess what everyone's going to do posts and by the way, I like a combination of two. So I do not know why Mosseri came and did that. But, you know, how I feel about, uh, you know, uh, Instagram and Facebook as a whole, because uh, you kind of saw the fiasco that happened this week where P- uh, this lead, the whistleblower from Facebook uh, went to Congress and then talked about everything that, you know, Mark Zuckerberg didn't want you to know, but we all knew. But anyway. So the other thing that you want to know here from here is the video previews in feed will now be 60 seconds long unless the video is eligible for ads, in which case the preview will be 15 seconds. And, you know, then finally they're changing the name of his video ads. Uh, instead of calling IGTV ads, they're going to call it Instagram in-stream video ads, which is basically similar to YouTube in-stream video ads. But anyway, uh, I didn't say that, you know, they just, you know, they came up with this amazing name. Okay, next up is, this is directly, not directly related to, uh, well, this is marketing, but this is Google AdSense. Google AdSense is shifting from uh, second price auction to first price auction. Uh, What is a second price auction in the early days of online display advertising ad space was sold to advertisers in second price auction where the final price paid by the winner was determined by the amount of the second highest bid over time many ads sell- okay that's what it is i i was reading the rest of the google's uh, announcement but you don't need to know that where this affects us right now is that if you are running display ads and you thought you are in a second uh, uh, second price auction you are no longer second price auction so previously 
if two brands uh, were bidding uh, $5 and $6 respectively for an ad slot, the winning bidder ended up paying $5.01. Under a first price auction model, however, the winning bid would be the full top bid, so the advertiser would pay $6 for the impression. Yay! More money for Google and publishers, but you and I are going to get paying more. So that's one thing for Google Display Ads. The second thing is that Google will probably may bring this to Google search ads in the near future. Just be forewarned. I hope and you can never say, hey, I didn't know that. Okay. Next up, we have Google's uh, Google Search Console integration with Google Analytics. And basically what Google is doing is that Google is realizing that because of Apple's uh, ATT as well as all the privacy uh, hoo-ha and the first party cookie going away, <coughs> excuse me, uh, they're incorporating more and more of this, you know, uh, machine language, artificial intelligence into Google Analytics. So you could kind of see all in Google Analytics. So basically, they want you to use Google Analytics for that's all, all it is all about, right? Uh, and also, they're using, uh, they're putting uh, data driven attribution with no minimum threshold to Google Analytics. Google Analytics 4, by the way, not 3, 4. So basically, again, they want you to use Google Analytics 4. Google Analytics 3, is, they still haven't announced the uh, like end of support of it, but they Google is really pushing uh, and adding these new features in Google Analytics 4. So if you ask me, I would say start using both. For marketandgrow.com, we use both on our website and we're slowly phasing into Google Analytics 4. <laughs> so, and if you do not know about much about data-driven attribution, so definitely listen to our last week's episode, episode 76, where we cover data-driven attribution because you'll be glad you did. Okay. Uh, and with that, I think that's all for, for what Google uh, is saying about search control, console integration and new data-driven attribution modeling in Google Analytics. Lastly, we have for this week is YouTube is looking to help advertisers tap into the rising con consumption of YouTube content on home TV sets with the expansion of video action campaigns to connected TV, also known as CTV placements, right? Or CTV placements. Video action campaigns uh, now include uh, CTV inventory to help advertisers reach new customers and drive more online sales. So what does that mean in layman's term? Well, what it means is that now... You and I, the you know small fishes, would be able to advertise our brands and things on big screen TVs as if we are you know advertising on TVs. That's great. Now, one thing I will tell you is that please don't. I mean, you know, be careful though because I don't think people really are watching TV. They're gonna really jump onto your website in the middle of the show. But this is a very good brand building things, right? Brand building top of mind exercise, if you ask me, because that's how I think the old days TVs worked. Um, so that's what it is. Uh, other than that, nothing else from here from these announcements. But if you want to read more, obviously there is our show notes where I have all these details written up, how it works, what it means, and things like that. Definitely check out our show notes. Okay, folks, with that, that's it for this week in marketing. Now you know everything to be in the know. Make sure you read our show page where you will find the links to the articles as well as some more additional details. Once again, this is your host Saji Islam signing off until next week. Thank you for tuning in this week was a pleasure to serve you all hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week same place same time for another round of this week in marketing